hope that you can contain your excitement. Nick and Tim are back again. They're a nightmare. We think that you'll agree. These two are chatty park tales. Woo! Every day they're out there talking park tales. Woo! Sit back, relax while they're talking park tales. Woo! Come along and join in the fun park tales. This is the Park Tales Podcast, part of the Your Story Media Network. Broadcasting from Tim's underground art bunker. Here are your hosts, Nick and Tim. Welcome to Universal Orlando Resort. Here's some important information for your visit. In accordance with CDC guidelines, we ask that all guests and team members comply with the following. Everyone is required to wear a face covering during their visit. You must practice social distancing and keep at least six feet or two meters between your travel party and others. Remember to wash your hands with soap and water often for at least 20 seconds. We appreciate your cooperation and understanding during this unprecedented time. comes along that's spreading like a plague and POTUS and his lackeys have been nothing if not vague. Well then you've got to trust the CDC and listen well unless you want to bid our free society farewell. There is a super bad transmittable contagious awful virus and if we don't act quick and social distance it will mire us in a stretch of quarantine that lasts until july a super bad transmittable contagious awful virus and if you got a better cough in your arm and if you got a better <coughs> now back in 1918 influenza had its run but half the docks were busy overseas with world war one today we have mass media and scientists to say if you don't want this virus well then stay six feet away super damn important that we practice isolation because we're asymptomatic while it's an incubation will overwhelm our hospitals if there's not mitigation it's super damn important that we practice isolation if we don't do it then we're all gonna die if we don't do it then we're all gonna die and so i hope at last you'll take this lesson here to heart because it's already scary and we're only at the start if you get bored just think of the immunocompromised who can't go much of anywhere unless it's sterilized oh super bad transmittable contagious awful virus if we don't act quick and social distance it will mire us in a stretch of quarantine the last until july a super bad transmittable Super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus. Super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus. Well, thank you, Mary Poppins, and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Park Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim, and I'm here with Nick. How you doing, Nick? Pretty good. I thought that was you singing there for a second. I was about to say, hey, nice voice, Tim. Well, you know, I tried the background vocals, and that she just didn't like it. So oh. She didn't want nothing to do with it. Asking too much, too? I don't know. She's something about sugar. <laughs> All right. So what's going on, man? I know today we're here to talk about the COVID virus and what's going on down at Universal and maybe a little Disney, you know, how they're going to handle things. But 
you know, I just got back from Universal, so, uh, and then they drop all this new news, so, you know, I figured we'd come together and talk about this. Most definitely. You just returned, and there has been a lot that's been dropped uh, in the media, in the news media and social media and all that stuff recently. And our first episode was such a hit. People loved it, got some good reviews, and I think this one's going to be just as awesome as our very first episode. But I do want to talk about the first episode, we really didn't have a format. No, we didn't. We just kind of came together to record because we were so excited. So the format of this episode... Well, I don't know that we really have a format for this one either. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to just talk about, you know, we're going to go through what just happened uh, on my trip when I was at Universal. I flew down specifically to check things out because I don't like going out onto the web and just reading about other people's experiences. I want to see for myself. You know, there was a lot of stuff on there about how... Universal wasn't doing a good job of social distancing and people weren't wearing masks and, you know, a Volcano Bay, everybody was lined up in the tunnels trying to get out. And so it caused uh, a lot of people to to get really ticked off about, uh, you know, everybody being too close together, you know, none none of that social distancing stuff. So I went down to check it out and see for myself. And I got to tell you, there was uh, I thought Universal did an amazing job at all of this. Now, the propaganda audio that was playing in the very beginning about wash your hands for so many seconds and stay away from people so many feet. Yep. That was audio you captured while you were down there. That's right. That's what's playing overhead at CityWalk. So that reminds me of like being in a movie like Total Recall or Star Wars where you have the Empire and that propaganda audio was blaring across the PA system while they're walking around like their batons, just batting it on their hands. You know? Yeah, what kept popping in my head as I was at Universal was the Hunger Games. Oh, yes, Hunger Games. Uh, yep. I'm in sit, uh, District City Walk. You yes. Know? Yeah, it's, it's sad that we live in that society now where we have to, to listen to this stuff and uh, be reminded by the authorities. <laughs> Respect my authority. But yeah, it's, it's everywhere you go. Signs, people reminding you, the people walking by saying... Please pull your mask up, you know, and, you know, half of the employees don't have masks on. Really? Well, not full. You know, they're hanging under their nose or they're lifted over their chin and stuff. And, you know, here's what I don't understand, Nick. When you're wearing a mask, one of the things that they kept saying was, don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. It's 90 degrees when I was down there and everybody's touching their mask and their face constantly. I don't understand what good the mask is. When you're touching it a thousand times a day, something else too. If you're walking around eating or drinking something, you don't have to have your mask on. And so you saw a lot of people and I did it myself just because it was so hot. I bought something to drink and you act like you're drinking it. And I nursed that thing for two hours so I wouldn't have to pull my mask up. I have the perfect solution. Remember the old plastic baseball caps where you could have the two beers on the side of your ears. <laughs> yeah, the hard hat right. things. Get two butter beer, right, beers, and have yeah. a straw coming out of each one. That's right great. Your mouth. The thing about butter beers, and I, I only bought one, something I've noticed is the prices have gone up too. They have at Universal and at Disney as well. Yep, I saw Not the that, butter beer, but just prices in general. Yeah, I saw that Disney was releasing uh, or updating a lot of their pricing and menus as well. Yeah. So price has gone up. What are we talking? A few bucks, a couple cents? What's up? No, I think my butter beer was maybe 60, 50 cents more, maybe is all. And I, I honestly, I rented a car and I didn't eat on property one time because a lot of the menu options weren't uh, as, as 
good, I guess. You know, like the menu wasn't as large as what it was before. They pulled stuff off the menu. Everything's being blamed on COVID. Yeah, absolutely. As I like to refer to it as the Rona. And I'll tell you something else, too, that kind of ticked me off. And I I don't remember exactly, so I could be wrong, and the prices could be the same. But I have an annual pass, and so I get a discount in the park on some things. And one of those things is like a 20-ounce soda. Well, my 20-ounce soda, after my discount, was $4.17. $4.17 for a soda, to me, is obscene. How for, much? For $4.17, after my discount, for a 20-ounce soda. Yeah. That's not, that's not much of a discount. Well, I don't know what the normal price would have been. It's 20% is what I get. So it would have been, what, close to four fifty. So a lot of places, prices have gone up. Aaron and I noticed this when we were traveling towards the East Coast, and we just recently got back as well. We were both along the East Coast uh, on our respective trips. I did notice menus completely, like, much smaller than usual. And one item that I loved to order, Tim, that I think only one restaurant actually had them, and they blamed it all on the Rona. Cheese sticks. Mozzarella cheese stick. Apparently, because of Corona, there's a limited amount of mozzarella cheese sticks nationwide. Huh? Right. I mean, I've heard about beef shortages, but cheese stick shortages? Like, uh, I, it's a thing? Beef shortages, milking cows, kind of goes hand in hand. I have no idea. It, it was really weird. It, it was perplexing. I know I'm hungry now. Right. I want some cheese sticks. Yeah. A little marinara. <laughs> right. Can you walk us through the procedures and the when you're there uh, walking, I guess, checking in and getting your temperature checked? Sure. So and the masks. There's a couple different check-ins, and I went to several different places. Of course, I stayed on property at Aventura, and so the check-in process there was different than checking in at City Walk. And then, of course, I went down to Disney Springs. So what was Aventura's... Yep, perspective check-in. Yeah, process. each place was a little different. And so Aventura, when you first walk in, they have two security guards who are taking your temperature and giving you a band. And they're in almost hazmat suits, really. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, if you're that scared, why are you here? But you walk in, you have to have a mask on. It's a colored band, correct? It's a colored band that changes daily. Right. So that they know that you're getting your temperature checked daily. And they took my temperature, no problems right away, gave me my, my wristband, and I went over and checked in. Now, there's uh, plexiglass between where you are and the person checking you in, as well as the people who take your temperature. Um, you know, pretty much everybody that you interact with, there's plexiglass between you. And a mask on. And they have a I mask. I find it incredibly hard to hear. I do, too. And I'm already hard of hearing. I do a lot of lip reading. So imagine what that means for me. I'm, <laughs> I'm asking people all the time, excuse me, what, you know, and, uh, and so people will pull their mask down to speak to me, you know, to get louder because it's muffled. So it's, it's quite interesting that we're, we're doing the mask, we're doing the plexiglass, and then some people have face shields on top but of I that. But I think it's hilarious how no matter where you go, when it is hard of hearing and you, you repeat yourself two or three times, both parties are like, ah. Screw it. You go right around the plexiglass, pull down the mask, right. and you start talking to yeah, each other. Yeah, I know. It's, it's great. It's hilarious. So fast forward up to City Walk. When you get to City Walk, they don't take your temperature again if you have the band on, you know, if you've got that wristband. And how are they taking the temperature? 
they're using an infrared yeah. um, laser, whatever it is, you know, pointing it at your forehead. I, you know, I thought Which about isn't, this. Which isn't hard to miss on you. No, I've and I'm bald, so any right. you know. big head, small brain. Whoa, come on! I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> no, they. What I don't understand, or, or not not understand, what I'm waiting to have happen is somebody complains that they shot them in the eye with one of these, and now they're blind. Well, I don't think you can see the laser, though, right? No, but it's a laser. But you can't. Right. I don't know. I I know just from going in through because I haven't done that process yet. I've gone in through military installations, and they're doing the exact same thing. While you're in the car, they're just like, show me the ID, and they're like, you're good to go. Uh, I couldn't see anything in the eyes, but it was pointing right to my head as well. It's the same thing. I don't know if your eye would be able to catch onto that laser, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Did you see a red dot coming from the tool? Well, I wasn't looking on purpose. Oh, okay. Just to be protected. Got it. But I, when you get to City Walk, it is a little different. They will take your temperature if you don't have... The, the band, of course, they're only letting 18 people per bus on the bus. Which typically holds like 50 something. Yeah, like it holds quite a bit more. 65, 70, I don't know. So um, you get to the top and there are people guiding you into the security lines. So you stop. And this is one of the problems at City Walk. Once you get off the bus, you have to go up an escalator. And there's nobody at the bottom of the escalator keeping everybody from going up. And so there's a limited amount of space at the top of the escalator where they're holding you back. And so what was happening is people were going yes. up the escalator and like a bunch of sardines getting jammed in. And they had to keep walking in That's place. That's right. Everybody in unison. And everybody had to move. And so it created some chaos uh, uh, quite, uh, several times while I was there this happened. But there's people that guide you uh, kind of through a corral into the line where you have to walk through security and have your bag checked and, you know, metal detectors and stuff. And what once you get through that, which is pretty fast, uh, that's it. That's the end of security and temperature checks and everything throughout City Walk and into the parks. Are they reminding people to keep their masks on their face during that whole process? No, they're not saying. I, during that process, I didn't see anybody pull their, their masks down. So okay. I, there were no reminders. That audio was playing overhead just reminding everybody in both English and Spanish to keep their masks up. Do you see any team members walking around without a mask or below their nose? Oh, sure. Yeah. Really? Not in that area, but inside the parks. Yeah. Yeah. I saw several people that uh, were employees walking around with that. So you would say it's not really being enforced? Well, I would say that it is being enforced because I would see the folks who are, you know, these team members are, were in costume that I saw their masks down. But the team members who were maybe management, who were always dressed in nice clothes and, you know, walking around saying hi and stuff, they all were reminding people to please pull their masks up. And, you know, they were very vigilant about that, even all up and down City Walk. They also, though, were very welcoming back. You know, they thanked everybody that they came That's in good. contact constantly. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for trusting us. So it was very interesting that they were doing, and it wasn't like one or two, like it was a full army of people across the parks, you know, dressed very nicely, thanking everybody for coming back. Which we've always said that really has separated Disney and Universal with the cast members and the team members. Cast members we've talked about in the past typically are more interactive with the guests, thanking them, 
So I'm happy to hear that the team members are really going out of their way to make the guests feel welcomed. Yeah, and something I thought was interesting is several times they said welcome home, which we know is a Disney thing. That's a Disney thing. So, you know, June 20th, I believe the governor down there signed an executive order that masks are now going to be mandatory in Orange County. Oh. Or maybe it was the the mayor or the governor, the equivalent of an executive order where they just go ahead and say, dictate, this will happen. Now, that's interesting because in Orange County, over in, I believe, California— and I, I have the article over here, whatever, it's it's under a pile of papers. Not mandatory, optional. In Florida, which you think would be completely different, Cali, right. Southern California, and their politics in Florida and Orange County, right? So come the 20th, everybody's going to have to wear them, regardless. Well, I know a lot of additional testing has been happening in Florida, and especially since the parks are open and uh, the beaches are pretty much open. And I went to the beach and I checked things out. And uh, I, let me tell you, I went into Ron John's surf, surf shop and it was packed. Is that where you got the hat? No. Well, That's an old one, right? Yeah, this is an older one. But I wasn't going to go to the, I wasn't going to get in the water. And I decided, man, it's so nice out here. I had to stop and get a towel. So I went in there and, and uh, picked the towel up. But it was packed. There were so many people in there. And then I get to the beach and there's like nowhere to put your towel. You know, on a beach, people are pretty distant anyways. You know, six foot isn't a whole lot on a beach. Right. Um, I didn't have a problem finding a spot, though, but I still felt like it was packed. Odd question. Might come across a little weird. Did they have <laughs> did they have community showers out there to go ahead and and get the nasty salt off? I, I Like when you told me you went to the beach, you're like, yeah, I just got a towel. I figured you just dried off, got in your car and went home. Like, you know, in Cali, they have a wall of shower heads where you can just go up under the water and rinse off. Oh, sure. Yeah, they've got they do. Okay. towers of shower And that's heads. what I meant by that. Uh, don't take that. Don't go in the wrong direction. No, not not with you. It's Monique Opera Man here. Who, who is that pounding at the door? I have no idea, but don't let this guy... Tim Monique, it's Opera Man. Man. Who is Opera Man, Tim? I don't know, but we're in the middle of the podcast. Excuse me, excuse me. Let me in. <sighs> Let the guy oh, in. Stop. All right, hold on. on. Let me let him in. Yeah, hold on. Stop. Okay. Opera man. Hey, excuse me, excuse me. Grazie, grazie, grazie. This better be good. It will be good. Uh, hey, man, those are some squeaky hinges. You need some WD-40 that's squeakier than my mattress, you know? Opera man, come on. This is a family show. You can't talk like that. Well, I came here to sing a little song and maybe do a little dance. Nick, what, who I is do. I, I don't know. Should we let him sing? Should we let him dance? I guess so. What are you going to sing about, Opera Man? Well, I figured we'd do some little Disney, some little Universal, because there's so many controversial stuff going on right now. What does the Opera Man know about Universal or Disney? I know they got the big whale. No, that's the wrong park, Opera Man. That's SeaWorld. No, they got that big whale named Shamula. No, no, no. That That is SeaWorld. It's not even close to the What about those little tiny bricks? The, the what? The little tiny color of bricks. No. Opera Man, I don't think you know what you're I talking about. I think that's about. Legoland. I think he's referencing Legoland there. I have no idea. What about the bushes and the, the roller coasters? People go, ah! The, the Bush Garden? Ah, Bush Garden. No, that's not Disney. No, oh, no, no, no. What about the, the Jesus Christ, though? You, you, that's Holy Land. Ho- that is Holy Land, Opera Man. That is not Disney or Universal. I don't know, Nick. I don't think this guy knows hey, what he's talking about. Are we you shouldn't talk- let him sing. Hey, hey, T, Monique, are you talking about the, the little rat, though? 
The little rat. You're talking about Mickey Mouse. It's a mouse. It's yes, not a rat. It's a mouse. It's not a rat. You know what happened in my country, little rats? Uh, you eat them, probably. Yeah, we eat them and we break their knees. Yeah. You know, they rat us out. But I have a song for you. Oh no, no, no. Gosh. Don't let him sing. Tim, don't let this guy sing. Well, if we don't let him sing, he's never going to leave. I have a little song about Universal at the Disney. So can I sing it? Here we go. All right. Sing it and then get out. All right, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Opera Man here. Grazie, grazie, grazie. What, that's it? <laughs> this sucks. This is where time, oh, most parks be closed, oh, because of COVID and crazy people, oh, Disney making zero. Their pocket closer, Universal the opener, they take the leader. Disney making it hardy, just to get in parking, must make a park reservation. Go to Universal. Go to Universal. Tim, please. Thank you. Tim, you shot the opera man. Thank goodness that one's over, Tim. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That was terrible. Oh. Dude, it was awful. Guys, I can still heal you. Help. Get some help for me, please. Well, that was interesting. I don't know why he showed up, how he even found the art bunker. I think somebody must have said something to him. It's supposed to be undisclosed. undisclosed. Tim, who is that guy? I, I remember him from like the 90s, but I, <laughs> he looks so much older. And I mean, of course, now he's laying there on the ground. I don't know, but uh, you, you, you killed the opera man. Well, I'm sure somehow, some way, he is going to be back. Oh, I'm sure. I am definitely sure he will be back on some other episodes. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Now, where were we? We were talking about. Um, oh, you were at the you beach. You wanted to see me in the I shower wanted, or something. Wanted, uh, no. Yeah, something about showers and me and taking no, the towel no. off or something. I don't know. No. Anyways, but yeah, I California remember. California dreaming there, buddy. Um, I remember. I remember. I mean, it was like five days ago. I was there at the beach and it was crowded. And so a lot of testing is happening. And I really honestly think that that's one of the reasons why we're seeing the numbers of right. positive tests go up. I don't think it's because people are, are out doing more. I just think more people are being tested. Testing kits are readily available, whereas they you. weren't before. I agree with you. I think the numbers have always been there. And, you know, this was predicted months ago. Once we get tests out there, we this is normal. It's typical. We should see spikes. Well, and a lot of the numbers that I've seen, and, and I, you know, I work with a lot of data. A lot of that data that I've seen, you're talking about like 0.4% yes. of the people being tested are right. coming out positive. Now, that's not being tested for antibodies, which means they've already had it, right? So this is currently having the coronavirus, 0.4%. I'm not scared by that. And I flew down. So I flew on Southwest. They did not take your temperature. You really? Were, yep. You were required to wear a mask. Every single seat on that plane. Could you just keep asking for pretzels? Nope, they don't give okay. you pretzels. And they, they give you a bottle of water or a can of water. Just keep sipping that water. And um, 
Yeah, but that's the same thing, right? You could buy a sandwich in the terminal and take it in on the plane with you. You know, the guy flying down next to me had a salad, and he chomped on that salad for, like, the whole flight. I cannot wait to see the first person try to take a drink because they forget their masks their mask is on because it's become the norm and they drown them you know, like they're starting to like oh, choke on that water yeah it goes all over them makes a huge massive mess now one thing right. that they were doing on the plane was they're very vigilant about please give us your trash don't put it in the seat pocket in front of you good um and then yeah they don't give you they give you like a small little snack thing and a can of water if you want it but yes multiple times please make sure you keep your masks on if somebody pulled it off and like went to the laboratory or they went to the laboratory and came out and it was down. They'd get on the intercom. We just want to remind everybody, please keep your masks up. So it's something that uh, they were very aware of, but every seat on the plane was full except for the center seats. And even then, if you were a family, you were allowed to sit in the center seat. There was like 115 people on a flight that holds 175. So people are flying. There are, there are people getting on planes, going places, even still. Sure. Nobody, I, I, I really think that people are not as scared as maybe the media would like us to believe. I can agree with you on that one. Uh, back at Universal, after going through the check-in process, sorry, I'm kind of bringing us back there after talking about the beach and flying on planes and stuff. Well, opera man. What else do you have to report other than like just the simple check-in stuff and how it was different over at Aventura and you get the colored bands for the different days. And I'm assuming the next day you got a different colored band. Yep. So are you, you're only checked once, correct? And no, that, every day you're checked, your temperature is checked. And then you're given a band to let everybody know you've been, you've been cleared. Correct. Okay. So that's on universal property. When I went over to Disney Springs, okay. they also checked your temperature they only allowed you in a one, uh, I went into the Lime Garage. They only let you in uh, that one little location. Uh, they filtered, funneled everybody down through and had a lot of the parking garage closed, access to different things closed. And they were also testing a new security system that everybody had to walk through. And that security system, it will process people much quicker than normal security um, metal detectors but it also does thermal imaging. So their hope is that they can use these to quickly process people and not have to scan everybody for temperatures. They'll, they'll catch it through that system. Once you were down there, uh, you could walk around. The majority of the, sh the stores were open and uh, I saw same, just like at Universal, I saw people walking around with their masks down and, and uh, several team members or cast members with their, their masks uh, down. But, uh, you know, for the most part, it, it felt like Disney Springs. You know, it felt like Disney. I will tell you that at the parks and at, uh, at the Universal Parks and at uh, Disney Springs, the time to get certain things did not seem lessened, even though there were fewer people. So, for instance, if I wanted to go on the Hogwarts Express, it was still a 55-minute wait. But there was only maybe 15 to 20 percent capacity of the park in there. I mean, there was there was nobody, but it was still 55 minutes. And the See, reason for that was that they're distancing everybody. That's very disappointing. Yeah, because you would think that you'd be able to get on anything you want multiple times. What about with the express pass? So I never used my express pass uh, because of the virtual lines. Everything that I wanted to go on had a virtual line. So you went in the app, you selected the time you wanted to go. When the time came, you went back, you showed them the app, yeah. and they let you in. 
So there was no need for the for the express pass. So it was just very interesting, though, that you still ended up waiting so long. Oh, and something else, you know, people talk about parades and characters and stuff. There's still character interactions. You know, Doc Brown was walking around the park and I haven't seen him in all the times I've been there. I mean, I've seen him standing by the DeLorean and by the train, but I've never seen him walking around the park the way he had been and interacting with people. The other characters, uh, Scooby-Doo and the crew, you know, they were up on a stage. The trolls, they were up on the stage somewhere else. The Simpsons on a stage. And so you could get a selfie with them. And I actually thought it was a little bit better. I, I really thought that they did an excellent job with their character interactions. There were still no parades, but they did bring the floats out and you could get close to the float, you know, close within six, 10 feet of the floats. Uh, but all of those characters and take selfies and pictures and stuff. So it was very interesting on how they were handling the character interactions. Interesting. Before we talk about Volcano Bay, because I know you went over there as well. Yeah. Can we go back to um, Disney Springs? You know, something very interesting happened. I mean, we're in your underground art bunker. You go to the Art of Disney all the time, and you're purchasing paintings from the store. Sure. You had said something where it was open one day, the next day it was closed. Yeah, they opened up on, I believe it was Wednesday night or Thursday night. And uh, by the time I got down there, they were, they were open. And I started talking to a couple of cast members who know me from, you know, all of my time in that store and all the money I've right, spent. Right. Right? Like I said, big head. And uh, they were telling me that they were closing on Sunday. I said, well, why, why are you closing on Sunday? And they're like, well, we don't you know. contaminated the store. I'd been in there five minutes. That's all it takes. Well, you know, I'm that good. So would you they cough all over the paintings? And actually they had fewer in there. So, they have had fewer in there every visit. To, well, that I was gone told, down. I was told the reason for that was because things started shutting down at, during the art festival, right? The end of the art festival. And uh, they weren't able to get shipments in and stock in. So it was quite interesting that, that they had a lot of stuff in the back that they hadn't gotten sure. out yet because they weren't in the store when we were in there together last time and we were talking to the cast members weren't we told they have reduced the amount of product by like 50 percent? it was huge yeah. in the store over the course of the past year because we've noticed the amount of times we keep trucking down we've noticed less and less on the walls and on the end caps and stuff yeah there i think that really they're they're trying to get some of the stuff off of um, like not have so much that becomes stale right get stuff off of the shelves I think is what they're trying to do try to but also hopefully move rotate artwork well, there were pieces that would be there for years and it's just still there yeah and so that's that's part of the problem it, it ends up being stale right, right. but so that's what art, you meant that's yeah, what you meant right. okay so with the art festival though it gives them the opportunity to really focus on the art and snag stuff off the shelves did you visit your favorite place which one's earl sandwich oh i did actually i know I and know you, you did. know why i did so it's not my favorite place at all and we, we're going to talk about this at some point but i went there on purpose because i was leaving i was flying out later and i wanted something to eat on the plane so i wouldn't have to wear a mask that didn't cost me twenty dollars in the terminal you know how old that sandwich would be by the time. Let's do the let's do the 
time math here. So you bought the sandwich, let's say, what, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock? No, no, it was later than that. It was, you know, 4? Four. 4. What time was your flight? Oh, 8. So 4 hours. Okay. A 4-hour old sandwich. What time did you finally board the plane? Well, it was 7.30. You started eating at 7.30? I started eating at around 8 after we were in the air. So 4 hours, you let that thing sit in your backpack? Yeah, it was a cold sandwich, though. <laughs> So you were going for the cold sandwich. Yeah, you don't go hot, right. and then it gets cold. Oh, you're funny. Yeah, but you got to remember, too, I'm going from East Coast to Central. I gained an hour. We went back in time. Oh, so really it was only a three-hour old sandwich? Right. Okay. Well, that's better than four. It was delicious, too. Okay, I can take that. And the chips? Oh, All right. Salt uh, and vinegar. That's my Volcano go-to. Bay. Yeah, Volcano Bay was great. No masks required. They recommend it. But not required. None of the lifeguards really were wearing masks. You know, every now and then you'd see somebody that was walking that would have one. Nobody in the uh, pool. But nobody in the pool. Right. Nope. Nobody going down the slides. They ask you to, if you're on the slides. Really? To, not on the slides, but like if you're in the queues. But again, you've got the tapu tapu, And so you've got virtual queues. I don't see how you could even. So you want to go down a slide. I have the mask on. I'm, I put it on when I walk over there. Where am I putting my mask? Right. Right. Which is why nobody did it. You cannot get it wet. Right. It will hurt. It'll rub against your face. It'll chaff. You're going to just, it's going to get, uh, everybody hates this word, moist, right? Right. And you're going to be breathing in all that bacteria that's just there from the pools and the air. And that's probably worse for you than having the mask off. Yes. Health-wise, I would agree. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, my own opinion, I believe, you know, it's hot, humid. You're going to cause all that bacteria buildup inside your mask while you're there vacationing. It's worse to have it on even when you're walking around than it is to actually have it off, in my opinion. I would think so. I think the social distancing is probably does a better job than the mask. Yeah. But I'm not a doctor, but, so I'm not so going to... So that Tapu Tapu is pretty, pretty sweet. I love how that system works. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. You just walk up, you tap you know, the time and you go back when it's time, you know, and it counts down on your wrist. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sweet. How long did you spend out there? Um, Volcano Bay. Oh, I was out there about six hours, just kind of lounging, watching people. Yeah. Because I just didn't have to wear a mask that, that primarily, in fact, when I left the park, they asked me to do a survey and I said, sure, I'll do survey. And, uh, he asked why I'd been in the park and whatnot. And what I, one of the biggest reasons I went there I said, plain and simple, I don't have to wear a mask. And when they said, well, what do you think about all the procedures? You know, how do you think we're doing? You know, good, bad, you know, too much. I said, too much. I think a lot of this is unnecessary. At the parks and even at Volcano Bay, before you could do anything, like get on a ride, right? If I want to go on the Hogwarts Express, I had to get um, hand sanitizer. So they have a cast member holding a giant bottle of hand sanitizer and they put a little squirt in your hand and you know uh, I saw people because they had hand sanitizer in Harry Potter absolutely (laughs) absolutely you know the the wizards get sick man see how this how all of this mixes with theming right well it doesn't it does well right that's that's what I'm trying to say it doesn't it takes away from it all yeah, one of the things at King's Cross Station, which is where the Hogwarts Express picks you up, right? Platform nine and three quarters. Those characters are muggles, and they stay in character typically very well. I noticed that this time they didn't. 
and yeah. they you can't right you, it, or or maybe you can but it's just really difficult to stay in that character when you have to hand sanitize and actually now that i think about it maybe it's the wizards who can't stay in the that character i'm sure they'll call it something yeah. i'm sure disney will do something too like magic i don't know <laughs> they'll figure dust. it out pixie dust yeah Pic- pixie dust the pixie dust dispenser yeah you it's know. something you can else even too. make it you can even make it gold well so speaking of actually when you checked in with glitter they um and that's what reminded me because it looks like it in a bottle they at universal they gave you a, a small bottle of hand sanitizer and it looks like it's got some glitter in it but it's it's hand sanitizer for you check your itemized bill well at some point you're paying for it sure ten dollars yeah at some point oh elevators uh one party per elevator which was kind of a hassle i was on the 10th floor and they uh the rooftop bar on 17 yeah. take the stairs yeah i the, so the manager was like you know does anybody want to take the stairs you know they're open because there was a long line and i said yeah i'll take the stairs if you want to carry me up to 10 and he he kind of laughed it's like no nah, i'm too old for that but you know i mean it's true they they were were guarding there's a total of six elevators there. They were guarding the elevators to make sure one party per uh, per elevator. They did a good job, though, managing the elevators. They put them in some type of mode where it would go to that floor and then come straight back down. Could they place, this is going to be funny, a wall of plexiglass so you can divide that in half so two families can go on each side? Of the elevator. I'm sure they've talked about that. Somebody has, right? If you're talking about I wonder if that's it, a fire hazard at that point. I, I don't know. Possibly. I don't know what that would be. I don't know. But it was just, it was interesting. I I stepped off of the the plane and everything felt like Disney. Yes, you were saying this. Keep going. Everything smelled like Disney. The humidity in the air. And I got excited. You know, even though I knew that Disney was closed... You know, in my mind, steel drums going. All of my other senses were telling me that Disney was open, and so I got excited. But then I got into the terminal, and there was nobody. There was nobody. I, I, I my body didn't know how to react to that. And I walked down to the Magical Express, which is closed, and it the whole airport, which usually is a massive bustle of people, was just empty. It was so sad to see that there was just nobody there. It was so, so sad. I drove down I-4, which is usually bumper to bumper yes, it all is. day. How is traffic? All on night. I, I mean, how is construction on I-4? Oh, it's still there. They're still doing stuff. Man. But there were no cars on the road. You could get anywhere you needed. Between Universal and Disney, you were 10 minutes, 7 minutes. Sure. There was no problem. I stopped at Walmart. And it seemed like it was the only place that was busy. <laughs> was busy, so it was quite interesting, just how different the entire city was. Not just Universal, not just Disney, but the entire city. And it just really made me sad. So I'm glad I went. I'm glad that I was able to see firsthand how things were. You know, I drove over to Port Canaveral, and the ships are all in dock. Then there are other ships out to sea, just kind of floating. Um, probably just dropped anchor right and uh you know now we know that the the cruising industry isn't going to be doing anything until what is it september 1st maybe yes so we it's just the whole state of affairs is sad and and i know people are itching and dying to get out i i second that uh 
with our road trip out to South Carolina just recently within the last week. My wife and I noted it was just as busy as a non-corona year. I mean, it really was, Tim. Yeah. And nobody, I, well, I don't want to say nobody, 3% wearing masks. I'm talking even servers at restaurants, Illinois, Kentucky, right? Tennessee, South Carolina. I mean, that no one's wearing masks. Nobody was. That's interesting. People are just going on and living their lives to live their life. I think people are telling they're tired of this all. They want to just press forward. Uh, I know I am. I am looking forward to my family's vacation. We were scheduled to go to Disney. I know you were too. And we canceled our plans because I didn't feel like the value for my money was still right. going to be there. We, even our cruise. Yeah, our, we were supposed to have been on a cruise right now. Right now. And uh, that was canceled. Uh, I I would not yeah. have been scared. Happy about Father's that Day, by the way. Oh yeah, Happy yeah, Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. That yeah. was our Father's Day gift to each yeah, other. It was. Um, so, anyways, I just am sad by the whole state of affairs. What's going on? You Same know, here. But I'm not scared, it's and I don't up. think other people are scared either. And we have big plans. A couple weeks head back out. Yeah, we do. Check we'll, things out. You're like Nick. You got to see it down here. You got to. You got to experience it all so i'm gonna go down there and see what you experienced and myself experienced the same thing yeah we're gonna go back down and disney should be open by then by the time we get there so we're gonna try and and if we can with their whole park reservation nonsense and and everything now we're gonna hopefully we're gonna try and make it over there Uh, i don't know if we're gonna be able to honestly i don't know how that's gonna work out for us but uh as of right now we're staying at universal we're gonna stay at the cabana bay and uh you know, which is an excellent resort. I, I've stayed there many times and absolutely love Cabana Bay. So um, that's where we're going to stay. And hopefully, hopefully things didn't, don't get crazy again down there and they start shutting stuff down. And we're going to head over to... We're going to try and hit up the Holy Land. The Holy Land for the first time. Yeah. We've been talking about the Holy Land for years. Not on the, not, you know, on other podcasts and this podcast, but just, just us We've talked about how we really wanted to get out there. Yeah, and I tricked Nick a little bit. I I drove over there and took some photos and made him think, hopefully, that I I went in. I knew better. I I know your tricks. Figured you did, yeah. But, uh, you know. He's not actually going into the Holy Land. Those those pictures are blurry. He's driving by. I didn't get the selfie with Christ. So Christ don't? He don't do no selfies? Oh, I don't know. I heard he's out every hour on the hour walking around, though. Yeah, I mean... There's got to be a selfie. Do you think over at the Holy Land that, you know, like, because, you know, characters walk around the parks and stuff. Do you think there's like baby Jesus? Do you think there's like teenager Jesus and like older Jesus? Well, we don't know a lot about his teenage years, so I doubt that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know either, man. You think I've never been. Mary's going to be pushing a stroller with baby Jesus? No. In it? Okay. No, I doubt it. <laughs> Had the wheels been invented yet? <laughs> I have the perfect mask, though, for it. Do you? Yeah, I have a mask. It's a custom mask that I had made, and it's Jesus and his disciples walking down a road. Jesus has a piece of hay sticking out of his mouth, (laughs) and it says Jesus is a rock star. That's awesome. Dude, I wonder if we'll get a free drink out of that. I don't know. You know, since we wear the pins all the time at Disney, and they end up giving us free stuff. Yeah, Uh, maybe. So. Maybe. So. Anyway. Oh, something else real quick, talking about masks. While we're wrapping this up, what's up? I, well, you know, I just don't want to forget at Universal, you could buy masks in certain places, not everywhere, but just a few certain places. And 
the theming on them was not like you would expect, right? It wasn't like universal theming. Sure. It was just like plain black or red or whatever. I wouldn't want black. At, no, no. At Disney, you couldn't buy masks at all. They kept saying, oh, only online, only online. Really? And I was at Disney and my mask broke. I was just wearing one of those paper ones mm-hmm. and it broke. And I'm like, okay, where I asked one of the cast members, hey, is there any place I can go buy a mask around here? Because I was kind of just holding it up and stuff. And she's like, no, sorry. Like, you can buy one online. Well, it doesn't do me any good. So I walked around with half my mask, like it's funny, whole, falling off my face. So the so a black mask would actually absorb the heat from the sun, which I guess color would bounce or reflect uh, heat. Well, I guess white. White. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would tell you what the I ended lighter, up, the lighter the color. Sure. What I ended up wearing was I and I bought a couple before I went down, so I could wash and change them, you know, uh, a couple times in the hotel. But I. I got those ones that like cover your neck and then Ooh, pull up. That was hot. And it wasn't. It was actually the better of the masks because they were the cooling towel type. And so I could get it wet. Plus probably air was being was air being able to be funneled up yeah. through. And then I, I had a little bit of airflow. I will tell you this. My tip for this episode is that if you're wearing a mask for an extended period of time, like you will on a plane or in a park, chapstick is a must. Yes, your, your lips will get chapped. And so I didn't have some when I went down. And one of the first things I did when I got there was stop at Walmart and I bought a tube. I wonder if the Holy Land will sell holy masks. Little holes in them. But wow. Wouldn't that be great? Dude, seriously, to have micro microscopic holes in your mask because really you're just going to wear it because you don't want someone telling you hey put a mask on at least for me so you're talking just like a show like right. kabuchi theater right we need to we need we need to sell those so the air and the wind can get could flow through the mask i've seen several celebrities wearing like crocheted masks really yeah that'd be so itchy i don't know like it that's not totally going to stop anything just like the, the just like a microscopic yeah, right right, right. stop anything you know it's like a style thing like it's mm. all in fact, while I was down there, Vera Bradley released a bunch of masks in their store. Yeah, know, aren't so. the same people telling us to put masks on? Uh, but I don't know, man. Anyway. I, I'm so done with it. So I think we're about done with the episode. Yeah. Are we? I, I think so. Okay. I, I would just recommend to people that uh, you can still have a good time. I had a blast. And I'm not scared. I have some underlying health conditions, and I... I was not scared to go down there everybody has to make their own decision right based on what whether or not they have anything or whatever but i wasn't scared to go down there and i had a great time and uh, i thought that that universal was doing a great job so awesome let's go ahead and tell our listeners about our facebook group yep so we've got a facebook group you can go out there and just do a search for park tales and you can find us on uh, facebook and uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on in there. You know, a lot of good content going out, and it's just fun and, and a little jovial. So, and they can also contact us at parktales at yourstorytravel.com, Correct. Correct. Okay. Yep. So, if you got any questions or or advice, or you want to tell us how bad we suck, you know, feel free to reach out. Uh, hopefully, we don't. Hopefully, we're entertaining to you, and you can hit the like and subscribe and leave us a review. I don't. Where did uh, Where did Opera Man go off to? Oh. He's not. The guy's not there anymore. No, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I wonder if he'll return. He'll return. Oh, he'll be back. It's like a roach. All right. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Next week, what do we got on the format? What do we got going on, Tim? So we've got a couple fun things. We've put a couple fun bits together that we're hoping to bring to you. Um, a couple cool things. I don't want to quite let the cat out of the bag right. just yet, Nick. Okay. So it'll be our third episode. Go ahead and look for that as well. And uh, thanks for listening. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's train wreck. To contact Nick and Tim, please email them at parktales at yourstorytravel.com. Check out their Facebook group. Simply search for Park Tales. From Tim's underground art bunker in an undisclosed location, this has been another episode of the Park Tales Podcast. Podcast.